Sunday pour back on a Thursday night. First show of February. Groundhog Day by the time you listen to this. Uh, spoiler alert, he's going to see a shadow. Six more weeks of winter. Especially since Selection Sunday is St. Patrick's Day this year, so it's a late it's a late spring start. Um, yes, yeah, is life without football, basically. Season's over. Um, and I don't know about you, but I had a rule this week. There's no football. I, was, I did not take in any football, any Super Bowl talk. Um, only FM was on in my car. No NFL Network, no Sports Center, no football, no nothing. No Pat McAfee show. That's, that's always a rule for me, uh, personally. But no, yeah, I guess not. I, mean, I haven't actively been doing it, I guess, but. Yeah, that, that I don't like the, I don't like the pre-hype stuff anyway. So anything, anything pre the week before the Super Bowl is like useless. There's enough pre-hype coming next week when they're actually yeah. there. I mean, Sunday if you turn on NFL Network, you're going to see them landing the planes, touching down in Vegas. So. Yeah, I don't know any of that. Uh, this week, I always respected Mike and Dog. They would not talk about the game at all. They would, yeah, you know, recap it? Championship Sunday and save it for the following week, which couldn't agree more. Yeah, no, you can't. Whatever there is to talk about can can wait. Uh, you're going to just repeat yourself next week when you do shows next week, so there's nothing really to say about it. I did see that George Kill didn't practice today, but that wasn't me actively looking for information, just the age of Twitter. Hard to hard to miss sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. well, Twitter doesn't count. Yeah. Twitter, okay, good. Uh, yeah, no, there's no reason to do that to yourself. You have to be like a sick fanatic, truly sick fanatic, to be like all in on a football this week. It's uh, it's mm-hmm. even like ne- like next week is gets crazy, but like anything this week is, is scraping the bottom of the barrel. It's the worst. You have the pro Bowl coming up, which sucks. Uh, and if you're like, the people who like sit around and like, can't wait to watch the pro bowl stuff this weekend, they're lunatics. What is it? A skill. They do like a skills competition and a flag football game. Is that what they, they do now? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I haven't, I just seen it advertised. I haven't seen, I haven't actually seen it in action. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't stick around. Is it? It's the NHL all-star break also. Better, better game. Yeah, I haven't watched that in like twenty years. Yeah, the guys, <laughs> the guys that I last saw NHL uh, All Star game and their kids are playing now, so it's not. I'm only assuming it's a better game. Right, I just remember Ray Bork was also awesome at hitting the. Uh, what was the one where they used to have the four plates up in the uh, mm. in the net? Ray yeah, was at that. the targets. Al McGinnis was always a power guy. Ally Afraidy. Ally Afraidy? Yeah, was it Ally Afraidy or Al McGinnis? Ally Afraidy had a hell of a slap shot. I'm going to – I'm going to stick by my initial – I think it was Al McGinnis that had a rocket too. I feel like he was the one who always won that. Uh, all right, Battle of the Owls. Hell yeah. I'm not saying Al Ivory didn't have a laser. 
for some reason, I, I think he had Armageddon a really is, good. He had a noticeably hard slap shot in the video game. Okay, all right. And we could Google hardest slap shot ever, hardest slap shot in NHL history. Philip Hronik, one hundred seven point nine. I don't know who that is. How about for him? <laughs> Zdeno Chara, hundred eight point eight. Chara, that's more, better. Yeah. He's that's a modern, more modern player. Yeah, it's true. We're, as I'm sure people have passed these guys in terms of guys are bigger, faster, stronger. I should say hardest slap shot in the '90s. I should not have said NHL history. Ally Freddy in the '90s. All right, right. how's Al McGinnis? Was he a finesse player? To have this the wrong Al together? Al McGinnis sounds like a finesse player. I associate him with the Blues. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Ally Freddy, six three, two forty, defenseman. That's a monster. Yeah, he's bringing the heat. And he was a lefty too, so it was that was pretty sick. It's coming around to the other angle, yeah. <laughs> Ray Bork was a lefty too, wasn't he? Mm, I think so. I think Ray Bork, yeah, Ray- lefty shooters so much prettier. <laughs> I don't know, it's not that much more noticeable in hockey. I don't think basketball. Yes, I feel like the slap shots are more noticeable. Really, I don't think I ever really know. Like I know the difference, but I never really picked picked out the lefties. Be anything more special than the righties? So, in it, when a guy shoots lefty in like basketball, is it like sweeter? Is it a sweeter stroke or no? It can be. Some guys do look a little bit awkward, but the lefties I think of like Chris Mullen, smooth. Like Mullins is a butter it's a jump shot. Um, yeah, Damon Stottlemyer. Yeah, even like. Oh, Tayshawn Prince. Yeah. See, when I think of like the sweetest stroke ever, though, it's like Ray Allen and he was righty. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, Steph Curry's is like the perfect form. Well, to me, Curry is like, he's like a chameleon. Like he could just, like different angles and shit. Like he just like does, he could do, he could do anything. He could do like a your straight up shot or he could just like let one, you know rip from three quarters court but i think like he ends he always ends the same way and if you just give him like a open j which don't do that if you're playing defense on him but if you give him an open j like he just has like like the the form that you would you'd create in a lab for curry yeah and like larry birds is pretty sweet yeah so it's not i guess it's not just a lefty thing i think no, it's no, just no. more yeah. obscure when lefties Baseball lefty swing always sweeter than the righty swings. Yeah, no one has a sweet righty swing. Yeah, I don't know who you would say has a sweet righty swing. It doesn't exist. I can't think of one. (laughs) Maybe like Manny. Did Manny have a sweet righty swing? It's It's probably as close as it gets. Um, it was like kind of effortless his swing. I mean, a rods, but uh, even still, they they just like even like the power le- hand, the power lefties. They don't look like like righties are leaning out over the plate. They maybe that's what it is. Like because it's also fluid for a lefty. Like they swing and then they're already headed. Like it's just their body turns in the right direction. It's like a natural step. Yeah, 
That's what it is, I think. The writers are leaning over. It's not as net. Like, they have to pull back and start running. I, I don't know. It's weird. There's no – yeah. you have the finish, but, like, the finish has to be pulled back at some point. The lefties finish is them, like, running to first. Right. The right trotting. Right, You're already in your home run trot, basically. The right, one right, motion. Right. The righty finishes and has to turn back around to start running. So maybe that's why. I think that's what it probably is. Uh, I'm not sure who the man. Gravity. Man, it is gravity's gravity's undefeated. <sighs> but there's like there's a number of left sweet swinging lefties. Of the ton. Yeah. Uh, and then lefty quarterbacks are you know, Miguel broke. Cabrera. Miguel lefty quarterbacks are disgusting. Yeah. Miguel Cabrera has a pretty sweet righty swing. His was pretty, yeah. It was that uh, was fluid, right? It was uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like quiet, not quiet, mm. but yeah, I get what you mean, though. Yeah, what? Not a lot going on. Smooth to the zone. Yeah, effortless kind of like that's what Manny I feel like was. Yeah, he did, yeah, he, he wasn't trying to. He could didn't look like he was trying to crank it. No, like in real time, it just looked like a smooth, like right through yeah. the zone. Yeah, I'd say Miguel Cabrera is probably right up there with the smoothest righty swings. Prettiest. Yeah. Prettiest. Yeah, there's not a lot. Those are probably the two guys. Yeah, I'm sure we're missing a, like one or two. But like you go like right like lefties, you go down the list and junior, like George Brett. Even a guy who's like not the conventional lefty swing like Fred McGriff is still kind of pretty in its own way. Greg Bird had a pretty swing. Big Bird had a pretty swing, yeah. Everything was fouled back, though. But right. it was a pretty swing. Results weren't always there. They were almost never. <laughs> he, had a, he had a moment, a Greg Bird moment. He did have a moment. I'll give him that. Andrew <laughs> Miller. Uh, but yeah, there's so many. Even like the bad lefties, like Greg Bird, like just had a pretty, pretty <laughs> yeah. swing. Yeah. Ah, oh, they make they fool you. They make you believe there's some. They really treasure. do. They <laughs> yeah. really do. It's like ah, oh, it's a sweet. Even just falling off that one-two pitch, like yep, that was nice. He's on it. <laughs> he's not on it. And that well, that was as close to on it as, he, as he's gonna get. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I always say winter starts. Winter starts February. Yeah, we got a month left in college basketball season, basically. Well, it's a long one this year. St. Patrick's Day is a ways away. Oh, that's just Selection to... Sunday, March 17th. So, yeah, more than yeah, a month. It just, they it's just a month and a half. Yeah. It's a month and a half, but yeah. it's all right. You need a little, a little buffer is okay. A little off time. Yeah. Well, no, we saw a month and a half, but 17th, that's, that's uh, Selection Sunday. But yeah, the conference room is ahead of that. Yeah, that's always oh, you're nice. still you're still there's still action to be had. Dress rehearsal, yeah, I, I like yeah. that. I mean, the conference week. There's some people who prefer the conference week to anything because it's just instead of having four days, it's basically seven days mm-hmm. of wire to wire hoops. Yeah, it's all teams that know each other. Yeah, it's fun. Can you yeah, bankrupt you... pretty easy that week. That's yeah, dangerous. Dangerous week to you know, pull the betting slips. But then I mean, nothing beats the first two days of, of the actual tournament. Though. I don't care what anybody says. Those two days are, I mean, 
It's a Christmas Eve and Christmas. Those, those are the best. It's like Christmas Eve and Christmas Eve. It's a Christmas double <laughs> Christmas Eve. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about putting in for a half day now. Just doing it. It's just such a good day to not have anything. Working Thursday is bad enough. Yeah. And I can't like I can't like you feel like you're on an island by yourself if people other people don't care around you. It's like what's going yeah. on here? Like yeah. this fucking talking about spreadsheets over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always look at the Excel. Like, come on, guys. It's a holiday. <laughs> this is my holiday. Was, you don't have the right to infringe on my religious beliefs. It is. Easter's early this week, this year, and I, I looked ahead and I was like, is there a chance it could be that Friday? But it's actually Sweet 16, so we missed it by a week. Good Friday is Sweet 16? Yeah. I'm saying we missed it by one week. It could have been that. Mm-hmm. We should just have Easter that Sunday every year. Don't First week that. of the tournament. Don't work that way, though. Got to go by the 40 days. I know you got to. This year, Ash Wednesday's uh, Valentine's Day, I think. Is that right? I had no idea. Is that for real? I think it is. I think I overheard someone say that. I'm not sure. Are you allowed to drink on Ash Wednesday? Yeah. I mean, are you, allowed to eat, are you allowed to eat meat on Ash Sorry. Are you allowed to eat meat? I forgot. I forgot it was meat and not booze. You're supposed to give up for a second. <laughs> I Some people give- do give up booze. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I know. That's another story. But I, I thought that. No, in my mind, not eating meat during Lent was not drinking for some reason. That was my that's my dry January is Lent. Uh, well, no, I thought it was just Fridays. No, I, but for some reason, I thought Ash Wednesday might have fallen under that category too. It might no no surf and turf Valentine's dinner. For no, <laughs> for you. Yeah, why no meat? And how how come we can have fish? I don't understand. I've always thought fish got the shaft. Like respect-wise? things. Yeah. <laughs> They're living things, dude. Why are we why are we bowing down to the, you know, the cows and the pigs and whatnot? And it's like, oh no, you could have fish. It's healthier. I don't think it's a health thing. I don't think it's a health thing either, but I I just feel like I mean, what are we doing? I don't know. I really don't know the reasoning behind it. We've probably talked about this like four straight lengths. Why you can't eat meat? Is it has something to do with Jesus? I'm sure. Yeah, I don't. Well, I, I, we never talk about why you can't have can have fish, but not meat. Because you're right. What's the, what's what's the difference between a trout and a cow? Why can you yeah. like? Why can you chop up a squid, but you can't chop up a pig? I don't get it. Because Jesus was a fisherman? I was just going to say, Jesus fished, right? He was a carpenter, too. He wanted to make our own yeah. table. That guy bounced around jobs. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was, because he couldn't hold one down or because he was just, uh, he was good at a lot of things? <laughs> Sounds like he couldn't hold one down. <laughs> kind of a well, deadbeat. What was the, what was the, uh, What's the old saying? Like a uh, expert at, at a lot of things, but master of none, something like that. Jack of all, jack of all trades, master of none. Jack of all trades. Yeah, there you go. Jesus of all trades. Jesus of all trades. <laughs> yeah, he could do a few things. 
his head was never like fully in it. You know, he just wanted to be the Messiah. You know, he wanted to like help people and turn water into wine, right? Water, wine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he turned water into yeah. That was did it for a wedding. Right. He was like a magician, but being a magician doesn't pay the bills, so he had to fish and build shit. <laughs> <laughs> After the balloon show, Jesus turned water into wine. Being a messiah was his side hustle. <laughs> uh, but I yeah. guess I don't know. What bills did he really have to pay back then? I don't no know. Tax. He did, he did, he did flip. No, he did flip over the tax, the tax collector's tables, remember? Oh, I don't remember that story. What did he do? Yeah, he flipped over the tax collector's tables. Like he went down to the whatever. I'm gonna make it the bazaar. Wasn't a bazaar, but I'm making up some word that we don't use anymore. Yeah, yeah. And there was like a tax collector, and he like flipped out. Look it up. It was in uh, the uh, Scorsese movie, the the last uh, Temptation of Christ. Willem Dafoe flipping on over the place. Jesus flipped over tap. Jesus flipped tables. Let's see. Harvey Keitel plays Judas, and he sounds like Harvey Keitel. He's like not even acting. <laughs> he sounds like Bad Lieutenant Harvey Keitel. <laughs> so I could see Harvey. I could see Harvey playing a uh, playing Judas. Yeah, and he's Good just Judas. like, uh, oh, Leviticus. Hey. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. We got it. Yeah, flipping the tables. He flips out. The money changers. Money changers. It's because he was broke. Good reason. Is any? Yeah. Good Liberal. Lib, he's just he's a li, li, libtard. Yeah. He was. People back then were like, oh, I mean, when I was when I was younger, I had a, I paid the money changers. What's he getting right. so mad about? Oh, yeah, they hated him. Well, we're not flipping. We're, we're flipping tables now because these guys are money changers. <laughs> yeah, I just shut up. I just did. I just did my duty, my service. I got to pay a tax. I pay the tax. Jesus was a millennial, man. I don't make a stink of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. See, we got yeah, millennials have it easy. Look, back then, they'd nail you to the cross. Now, they just talk shit about you on Twitter and Fox News. That's it. Yeah, got it. They got it easy. Yeah, get your loans forgiven. You get your uh, what, what other advantage you get? Is that happening? Are all student loans being forgiven? People act like that's what happened. What's happening? What I, don't, actually, I, uh, I have no idea what's going on. Okay, I just I just hear it talked about. Yeah, all right. I have no idea. People just not having to pay their. Their shit anymore? Yeah, I don't know if that's a thing. I think it's, I think some people don't have to pay it back, but I think uh, during COVID you got like a year where you didn't have to pay it. Everything got paused. That was nice. And then it came back. I was like, I still got to pay it. Uh, again, update on the Kansas City Frozen Four. Yeah, what happened there? Which, by the way. Not to be confused with the Frozen Four hockey tournament. No, I know. I thought that was a clever way of doing it. But uh, it might only be three, actually, in Kansas City. But odd that this happens, that these people freeze to death and had a thaw out before they did the toxicology reports. 
yeah. as like the true detective storyline has like frozen bodies. Whoa. Bizarre. Um so first of all, neighbors said that two of the men arrived at the small party, walked in with two thirty packs of beer. Okay. Nothing four dudes, that. three four dudes, two thirties? Yes. Okay. Apparently the, the guy whose house it was, somebody called him the chemist. Mm. And he would like mix drugs up. I don't know what he would do. Which is just, just don't let some schmuck mix drugs up for you. Um, but it was just they there's no real it just says illegal drugs were reportedly found in the toxology reports from the three who were found frozen. So that could be anything though, no? Yeah, it could be anything, but I don't know what the guy I mean, the guy's like got a little lab there or something. I don't know what he's doing. Oh, so okay. So this guy's got a little laboratory. People. No, no, I don't, I'm saying lab. It might just be him fucking in his kitchen. Yeah, operation, lab. some sort of operation, whether it's amateur or professional. He's got a beaker and some pots and pans, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. yeah. And some how drop, many dudes eye froze? Three. How many dudes froze? Oh, my God. That's right. There's four dudes involved. Three of them freeze. Well, there's a it's guy, like a- at least one guy had left while they were still alive. And there's and, a debate whether these guys froze like in the house or outside the house. Outside, yeah. On this dude's or, property in yeah, the backyard. Actually, right, if they froze outside or if they died inside and were dragged out, that kind of thing. Is it possible this dude was like just super high and like panicked and did not know what the fuck to do? Abs- absolutely, yeah. He just found three frozen bodies in his backyard. You can't call the cops because then they're going to show up and find your Heisenberg, you know, lab. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, wow. And the Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl. Look at think about what they missed. Well, the one guy. Yeah, he's enjoying it. <laughs> I don't know he's enjoying this it. Is, this is way worse than chiefs Holic. You heard about the that guy, right? Bank, bank robber? Yeah, which is like a ridiculous story. Like, I still, yeah. I'm not sure it's true, but apparently it is. He used, to go to every, he used to go to every Chiefs game dressed up as like a wolf or something. Yeah. And the way he was able to fund it was through robbing banks. Did he only did he rob banks wherever they had games? I, that I don't know. Oh, okay, all right. No, maybe, maybe I made that up. That's like a horrible <laughs> pitched show or movie. It's like it's a comedy. whole. It is a comedy. Yeah, it's definitely a comedy. Who's who's playing? Who's playing Chiefs of Hawk in the movie? Who's playing Chiefs of Hawk? I would say like he's too old right now, but it'd be like a younger Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. He's a little too old now. It's got to be who's, a guy like late twenties into their thirties. Who's, who's like the good comedic actors right now? <sighs> Good comedic actors. Do they make comedies? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, uh, well, I could think of is Zach Galifianakis. I don't know why. And he's older. He's yeah, like, I know. in his 50s probably. <laughs> uh, Who's your go-to guy if you're making? Yeah. And it's got to be a guy who I think you got to have a little bit of edge to you, right? If you're going to be a criminal. 
Probably, but also there's there's you get, you, the most you have to be funny because it's going to be a comedy. Right, you're not it's gonna, gonna, you're not going to be like a ruthless prick in it. You're not going to yeah. whack a teller, probably. Yeah, there's no murders going on. Let's see. Yeah, you're so probably going to come out as the good guy in the end. No, probably not. I think so. You're better than this fucking scumbag who's freezing his friends. True. But I don't know if you're a hero. Well, they'd have to they'd have to spin it a certain way. You missed the Super Bowl. That's how it ends. <laughs> Channing Tatum, could he do it? Uh well, if I buy him as a football fan. Not, not a Channing Tatum guy. He's very uh, vanilla, Channing Tatum. All right. Uh, fair. He might be able to do it. Not buying him as a football fan. I'm not. I'm not ruling it out. I don't. Know to, I don't know how to. I don't know how to cast a comedy in 2024. I really don't. I don't even know. I couldn't even name a young actor right now. Miles Teller. What about um, Ken? Could Ken do it? Ryan Gosling? Yeah. Uh, maybe. He's good in drive. Yeah, he was bu- good in drive. I buy him as a criminal. Yeah, he could easily be a criminal. Not a lot of good comedy movies out here, period. Like recent comedies? Yeah, it's all very... Jonah Hill? Nah, is he... Is he what does he do now? Is he know. acting? <laughs> he just does high-brow high brow movies, right? Yeah. Did you yeah. see... Uh, did you see... Burr's comedy on Netflix, Bill Burr special stand up special. No, it was a movie he did. No, what was it? What's it called? Old Dads. No, I haven't seen it. Him, see, Bobby Cannavale, and uh, Massive Genius from Sopranos. I could see Bobby Cannavale as a Wolfman. He could do it. Yeah, Pizza Hawk with Bill Burr in some role. Some capacity, yeah, yeah. I think that's the best, uh, that's the best one yet. How is it? It's all right. Burr, Burr wrote it and directed it. Huh, wow, awesome! I don't know if he did both, but he definitely wrote it. <laughs> you don't know. If he... That was a that was a big uh, announcement for not knowing. He did. Oh, he did direct it. Okay, what a wow roller coaster! Uh, no, all right, positive he wrote it. Yeah, it was all right. It was like about a guy who it was like by basically him adapting to uh, being like an older dude in this uh, climate. <laughs> him, it's, it's like his life story, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> just yelling at millennials and shit, yelling at people on scooters. Just give them a reason to hit back. Yeah, it's the it's it. Larry. It's the Larry David model. Right, but everything comes full circle, you know, at the end. He learns the lesson, so not really Larry David model. We're still waiting. Yeah, for, we're, you know, yeah, Larry David would not learn anything. <laughs> we're still waiting for Larry to learn. Yeah. 
Does he go on season 20 of this? Whatever. You see him on the Today Show today? Uh, I saw a clip. There's a couple of clips. What did he do? They asked him about Taylor Swift, and he said he didn't care. No, he attacked Elmo. <laughs> oh, he attacked Elmo. Oh, good for him. Elmo, Elmo's had it coming. You didn't see that? You saw him talk about Taylor Swift, but not the Elmo thing? He assaulted Elmo. Oh, is he getting shit for it? They made him apologize. Really? To Elmo, who's a Muppet. To Elmo. <laughs> I mean, he was they laughing. Made him he was a stuffed animal. He was they laughing. He was laughing through it because if Hoda told me to do anything, I would laugh in her face anyway. Yeah. But Hoda's again, apologize. <laughs> Whatever. He's just like, ah, uh, Elmo. And that was Larry. <laughs> it's like, Elmo, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why the He's, fuck did they why did they book Elmo and Larry David on the same show? <laughs> yeah, well, why are we to, why are we still booking Elmo anyways? Elmo's gotta talk to his agent. Larry David forced to apologize for attacking Elmo on today's show. Of course. You've, you've gone too far. <laughs> How saw the today shows today show is so fucking soft. Yeah, ever since they got rid of Matt Lauer, we well, used to lock women in his office. <laughs> who was it when we were kids before Lauer? It was uh, Katie Couric, and who else was on it? It wasn't him before him. I have no idea. I don't think I ever watched the Today Show. Al Roker, Roker's still there. Oh, is he? Good for him. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Bryant Gumble. Oh yeah, it was Bryant Gumble. Yeah. yeah, the nineties. Yeah, I feel I see. I don't. I wasn't really watching the news then, but I feel like those people were more respected than the people that are there now. Now I feel like they're just fucking failed talk show hosts. What time does the Today Show start? Like seven. Seven a.m. every day. Yeah, that I know. And what's it go like till ten? Let's say. I don't know because they have like different segments. They have like the. Hoda segment, like it used to be Hoda and Kathy Lee, which yeah failed uh, TV show tell uh, host. Oh my show. god! It's today is it's it's seven to nine, but then it says from nine to ten it says today third hour. Yeah, that's when it gets like goofy. And then it says from ten to eleven is today with Hoda and Jenna. So was it four fucking hours? The Hoda and Jenna thing used to be Hoda and Kathy Lee, which I don't know why. Is that Jenna Bush, the Bush daughter? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why they still do that. It's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's so it's so soft. It's it's just so cookie cutter. Like sometimes I catch the beginning of it because I'll have like the local on ahead of it. Just to see uh-huh. tra- like traffic and weather ahead of like leave like walking out of the house like right around seven. And I'll see the beginning of it. And it's just pathetic. It's no good. Nah, they're just there's there's cookie cutter. I hate it. It's brutal. There's no journal. Like you like the journalists are either weenies or in somebody's pocket nowadays. It's terrible. Yeah. I mean, who are they having on these shows? These are all. It's it's not like just a listers, right? It's got to be. You got to have like the a magician on, and uh, <laughs> you know, you got to have like the B and C listers on to fill four hours. Um, 
Yeah, I'm sure they have their share of people you don't want to see. Well, let's see who's on. Oh, yeah, let's see the Today Show lineup. All right, so tomorrow we got uh, gymnast Gabby Douglas. I'm okay. not sure about that. Style expert Jasmine Snow. Wait a second. Are the Olympics coming up? Uh, are they? Winter? Winter Olympics? Uh, Winter Olympics coming up? All right, you keep you 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 do that. I'll, I mean, the but there's no gymnastics in the Winter Olympics. Well, let's thought, see, Summer Olympics, right? 92, 96, 2004, 08, 12, 16, 20, 24. Yeah, summer. Up. Oh, okay. Yeah, Summer Olympics. Summer July. Olympics are coming We're up. Seven months ahead. What are we doing? Okay. Good to it's know. A slow week. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so then, then style expert Jasmine Snow. And today, food with Sari Daly. So that's a rough lineup right there. Man, Sari Daly. A little bit better from 9 to 10. You have Shannon Doherty on. Okay. Brenda Walsh. And yep. Superfood Friday with Joy Bauer. Okay. Not Joy Behar, Joy Bauer. Okay. And then from 10 to 11, they have rapper Ice Spice. Uh, I'm semi-familiar with her and singer Demi Lovato also. All right. Those are A-listers. Familiar, familiar for, with them. Those are A-listers of a certain time. And entrepreneur Emma Greed. Rounded out. I mean, that's a yeah. lot of fucking... How do you talk to people for four hours? You got to be a be... fucking sociopath to just sit there and be like, all right, so what do you... You know, like it's fucking just, rapid it's, fire, talking to people, pretending like you're interested. Well, it's not even that. I mean, that that part is uh, is rough. Like the fake smiles, the fake laughing. Like you know, you know, if you go on like the Today Show, that these people don't know. I mean, they're just reading off a script. Yeah. Like if, you, if you go on like Mark Maron's podcast, there's a chance that he read your books or like whatever <laughs> or saw your movie you're promoting. I like care. Yeah. These people didn't see. I haven't seen shit. You know, no, it's yeah. It's I mean, it, it's as scripted as any television show, movie, you name it. I think. It, um, I, think I think whoever her name was was like, like, oh, Elmo, you're a sweetheart, and then it was like, oh, but Larry, you are not. I'm like, come on, like this is like, how are we talking to adults here? Oh, Larry, guy's seventy five year old. Are there multiple people that do Elmo's voice? I'm sure, uh, like currently, I'm sure there's one guy now. Right, but I'm saying over the years, there's been different Elmo voices. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, man, that's. I mean, it, I guess it probably pays well, but it just seems kind of like a shit gig. I don't know. Not too bad. You're fucking. You're standing behind there with your hand up a puppet's ass, just acting like an asshole, getting punched <laughs> by Larry David. Being Elmo, being Elmo, probably sucks. But being an and being the other guy, I don't like who this other Muppet was. He just very didn't like him at all. Um, I'm glad Elmo got a little adversity. It's about time. Yeah, I, not I, Elmo, I, not so much Elmo, but the person behind Elmo. <laughs> you know, you're allowed to talk a little shit, and now you got punched. I'd let him know. I'd let Elmo know he was no fucking Grover. Yeah, Grover is cooler than Elmo. Yeah, Oscar, Cookie Monster. There's a lot cooler Muppets than Elmo. 
Elmo kind Elmo, of Elmo just got a huge push, man. They, huge push in the in the early nineties, and he just became all about him. And he's very happy. He's very happy for it to all be be all about him. He loves it. You want to talk about the downfall yeah. of the millennial? What's about how come millennials don't everyone needs a fucking prize? It's because of Elmo. Yeah. Elmo is the beginning of the end. Never gives any shine to his boys either. No. That he left behind. Yeah, no. He's a Never prick. mentioned Bert or Ernie. Fucking Snuffleupagus? Nah, Snuffleupagus. No. Left Elmo in the dust. Elmo doesn't. Yeah, might as, he's, might as, he might as well be dust. Even Big Bird never hit these heights. No, Big Bird's Big Bird's moment. Well, no, Big Bird got his own movie. Follow that bird. Big Bird's pretty big in the day, but Elmo Elmo has like been is like three decades now of being the guy. It's being too much. Yeah. Too much. Yeah, we need yeah new blood or not even new blood, old blood. Needs to be knocked on a peg. Yes, he does. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we are. Free Larry David. All right, we got to take our break. We'll be back with no football. We promise. All right. So, speaking of movies, have you seen that there is going to be a Richard Simmons? Um, what do you call it? What do you call biopic? It? Biopic. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, starring Paulie Shore. Wow, Paulie Shore. There is a, they have like a short and it is, <laughs> I think it's pretty good. Um, and uh, I guess they're going to do a full, a full movie about it. it he's still alive, strange. Richard Simmons? He's still alive. Yeah. He's like a little, he's a recluse. Doesn't come out, but um, right. he did not, he is not okay. This movie, he's not on board with it. Um, but the short is like nine, ten minutes long, and um, it's uh, I don't know, it's like a sweet little, I don't know, I, I don't know what to call it. It's it's nice. It's like inspirational type stuff, you know. It's Richard Simmons. What he just kind of lost his mind, right? Like he was famous for so long, and like he was kind of like always made fun of for being a little. Goofy and flamboyant, and he just snapped at one point. I don't know if he snapped or just went away, just stopped being a public person. I don't know. I'm not sure that he actually snapped. I think he just was like, "That's it. I'm going underground." I thought he snapped. I thought he had like some sort of mental breakdown. Oh, I didn't hear. It's pot. I guess it's possible, but I mean, that's not what I. That's I don't know. And he, I mean, he's got to be old now, Richard Simmons. No, I think I, I think he said he was in his seventies. Yeah, 76, yeah. 77, something like that. That makes sense. How did he get famous? Was he on like? Uh, was he, I'm trying to think of the um, like the workout show. I think was it was his, own, his, his own work as proven to the eighties. Like that was his thing. Right, and like he lost a ton of weight. He used to be really heavy. Yeah, lost that, a ton of weight. Clamped the fame. Yeah, and like, yeah, and then he was on like, I mean, go on like Regis and like Letterman were friends with them and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. I think he just became famous as a guru, weight loss guru, very positive, right, yeah. positive and encouraging. 
Yeah. He's like too- Tony Robbins. Uh, no, I don't think so. An aerobic Tony Robbins. Aerobic Tony Robbins. That, that's probably it. Isn't Tony Robbins more like in your face? Like, not like rude, but is he like more in your face? Yeah. Like, a little more of a tough guy? Oh, very much so. Yeah. Oh, he's like, okay. I don't, I've seen like, I've seen like one clip of him where he goes up to a kid who's like, you know, whatever, depressed. And and he's like, he says something. He's like, I know why you're depressed. Look at those shoes you're wearing. And like, I don't know what kind of sneakers he had on. But the kid was like, what? Like, and they started like smiling. He's like, uh, uh, there's a smile. <laughs> he's like, it's like, so you can't smile. And like, that was his whole thing. Wow. Got him to made fun of him. Got him to laugh. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I think that's how he did it. Yeah, I, mean, I hope I'm not like misrepresenting that scene, but uh, yeah, that's the only thing. When I think of Tony Robbins, all I could think of is him making fun of the kid's sneakers and then like telling him he's going to be okay and the kid buying it. When I think of Tony Robbins, I think of Shallow Hal. He's in Shallow Hal? He's the one who puts the hex on Hal. No, oh, I don't remember that. Okay. Wow. He makes it so he could see the inner beauty. As Tony Robbins? Oh, yeah, as himself. Yeah, good. I think, right. yeah. All right, I don't remember that. Man, yeah, see, he plays the main role. I don't see Tony Robbins playing anybody besides Tony Robbins. He can't play anybody besides Tony Robbins. <laughs> He's Tony Danza. You know, same thing. He's got to play a Tony. He's not only a Tony, same last name, too. Same occupation. Yeah, same, same social, everything. Same social security number, really. That's it. And uh, this past weekend, another movie news. Not really news, but uh, for the first time in a long time, it was Sunday morning. It's like raining. And I put, I just, I, I was flipping through the channels and Independence Day was starting. Huh. This, this doesn't happen if you can't flip channels, by the way. And I was right. like, you know, what? I'm watching Independence Day, and we're locking in. Uh, the whole family watching. I made like breakfast was made, and I just served it in front of the TV. We watched uh, Independence Day, and man, pro- was that what from the beginning? From right from the start, yeah, yeah, right from Jump Street, and holds up. It's a fun movie. Will Smith crushes it, like start to finish. He's he can't take your eyes off the guy. He's amazing. Oh, he's awesome, yeah. Uh rooting for him from you know first time he's on screen. Uh there's some problems with that movie. <laughs> oh, oh, really? I will say this also. You watch that speech every fourth of July. Is not yeah. there's nothing beats watching it in real time. Again, like, oh, the movie. Yeah. And Greg. I, you know, yeah, I knew it was coming, but like everything leading up to it, amazing. You know, my I'd fellow for- Americans, I had forgot, I had totally forgotten the scene before that. The first lady dies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Plane she- does not get away, or helicopter, or plane. But they bring her in. They bring her in. She sees the daughter. She sees the president, and the doctor's like, "We can't do anything about it." Like, she seems okay now. And then he leaves the room. I don't. It was not long after, and she's dead. And just, I'm, in my mind, like the doctor's saying, I don't think we could do anything, or we can't do anything. I'm like, she pulls out of this, right? Like they don't kill the wife. They don't kill uh, what's her name. Oh yeah. I mean, she's the she's Nick Nolte's ex in Blue Chips. 
blue chip. Mary, Mary McDonald. McDonald. Got you. Yeah, there it is. Uh, and I'm like, there's no way they'll kill Mary McDonald in this. And then a few minutes later, uh, Robert Loja. Man, it's not making another fatal mistake here. Loja. Yeah. All business. <laughs> Loja. Robert Loja, that movie is incredible. He is just a bearer of bad news always and does not give a shit. Will Smith, he goes like goes to Will Smith in the morning, and uh he's like Will Smith's like, Sir, I gotta get back to wherever the fuck he is, like Las Cruces or whatever the fuck it is. And he's like, Haven't you heard? Las Cruces has been destroyed. And he just walks away. <laughs> doesn't like pat him on the shoulder, doesn't like apologize, but just tells him the facts coldly and walks away. That's West my first problem with the movie. Is they was that Loja? No, love love Robert Loja. My problem is they have the aliens go to they show them go to like all the big cities, right? They New York, DC, whatever. Yeah. Why are they going to Las Cruces, whatever the fuck, wherever Will Smith lives? Where is like, this, Las? Is this California? Where yeah, this? yeah, California. But it was like, why is and you could see him like outside his house. Like what? What's going on here? Like why? Is, I thought they were only going to the major cities. I mean, is it close to L.A. Maybe. I I I don't know the demographic, the geographics of it, geography. Yeah. But I guess I could have googled it, but not. I couldn't have nineteen ninety eight. I couldn't have googled it. Yeah, they may have taken a wrong turn there. Uh, so that was like, well, that's a weird, it's a weird choice for the aliens to make. Their GPS didn't work correctly. <laughs> Um, the other issue I have way too easy to way too easy to kill these aliens. They are unstoppable for the entire movie. They have shields. They have shields on their shields. They have shields for the fighter jets. They, I get it. They did. The, they threw the virus in there. Nineties always a virus. Gotta have some yeah. computers. Virus got it. That worked. Great, obviously, great scene. Will Smith going up to space. Um, but uh, all they had to do was fly a plane into the laser. That doesn't make any sense. Randy Quaid at the end. Yeah, that's how he he destroys the entire ship by flying into an active laser, a laser that is that that already destroyed the White House. That already destroyed the Empire State Building. That already destroyed something in Hollywood. Already destroyed something in Russia, maybe. Kremlin, maybe. I don't know. Destroyed something. I don't and remember. He, yeah. And they, they unleashed this laser, which destroys like cities, buildings in a single. And so right, and he just like wouldn't he this plane just vaporize once it hit the fucking laser, like right at the source? How's he able to fly up into it? How does that work? And it was and pretty it, big what the, what he destroyed. So it was a huge ship. It's a huge ship. The whole thing just started exploding. Didn't make any sense. And what made Randy Quaid's character decide to do this? He was abducted by aliens 10 years prior. Okay, that's right. But he what wants, made him think this would work though? He was out of he was out of missiles. Oh, okay. And he's just a All lunatic. Right, so last ditch effort. All right. And it worked. Hell he man. was confident it was going to work. 
he was confident it was going to work for some reason. There was no like, there's no this is end of my life. There's no this is I'm going to this is going to not going to work at all. I'm going to go into this laser, vaporize, and we're going to lose anyway. It was like this is going to work. Irrational. He was a little hungover. Right. Was he like an ex army guy? Vietnam vet. Right? Down on his luck. Yeah. Alcoholic. Abducted by aliens, completely made fun of by everybody. Nobody believed them. Those are the guys that just can't wait for an alien invasion. They are so yeah. ready. Just could not wait. Well, I think he wanted to tell people he told them so. But yeah, he's like, I'm back. You're you're Flies a pro alien guy, right? I'm or pro not pro alien, but like you believe we there's aliens, some sort of yeah. extraterrestrial. Yeah, I don't know if it's in like this galaxy, but there's this universe is too big to not think so. I think the actual, I think the scariest thought would be we always say, is there are there higher or what do we say? Smarter life forms out there or whatever? I mean, I would think there has to be. Yeah. I think the scariest thought about all this is not that they, that they, that those exist. The scariest thought would be that we are the most advanced life forms. In the universe, that's, that's scary. a mind fuck. Yeah, so, but we—I mean, it's possible. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're not. You know, we're not idiots. I mean, we are, but compared to what dinosaurs? Right. We're smarter than any other animal on this. Yeah, that's ever existed on this planet that we uh, are aware of. Yeah. So we're like the top of the food chain, basically. Yeah. And we fucked it up. We're working on some things. <laughs> <laughs> like the potential. But being like the most intelligent life form has so much potential and we're, we haven't tapped into any of it. Yeah. I mean, I guess we've, you know, invented some shit, but... There's been some successes along the way. We just haven't um, fulfilled our potential. Right. Yeah. Or used it towards much of any good. No. We can't agree on anything. Everybody's got our own goddamn opinion, you know? Yeah. Well. Okay. So I guess that is a little scary. I'm not, actually, I'm not all that scared by it. That's more depressing than anything. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think when I said scary, I guess I meant by it's depressing. Yeah. What if AI, though, takes over as the most intelligent life form? It's not really a life form, but. Mm, I just wonder, like, what would AI's goal be? Like, what's the, what's the, like, why would they want to take us over? Just because they can, they have the means to and the ability to? I can't even really fully comprehend AI. So, so like, I, I can't. Does that make mean you're an easy target or like for destruction or like easy target to be their slave? But why would they want I human slaves? It's making sense. I can't comprehend how AI could take over. Just gets out. I think it just gets out of hand. It becomes like a little sentient, it becomes like aware and sees us humans as a threat because 
I mean, we didn't. We create then a human create AI though. Right, but then, but if the AI gets like to the point where it realizes that we are a threat to be it Earth, to AI itself, and like, well, you know what would really make this place better? So these fuckers weren't wandering around, you know, pumping uh, CO two into the air all the time. Right. So it's like, it's like when the. Dr. Frankenstein created the monster and the monster got loose. It was all fun and games when, right? Because it's Frankenstein's monster, yeah. not Frankenstein. So it would be AI would be like the human created AI, and then AI kind of like got out of the lab. It spread. And it's out of control now. Yeah. Like there's no off, there's no off button for AI. Once it once it's out of the bag. I would assume there's going to be some kind of safeguards, but I don't know how that, that's where I get lost. I don't know how that works. This is like a paradox for me. I can't, once I start thinking about it, I hit a brick wall and I'm like, I can't comprehend it. How AI could. Isn't that part of um, 2001, a space odyssey or how just how the computer turns on the the astronauts. Yeah. Doesn't he he, he tells uh, it no. He's like, open the pot. He's like, can't do that, buddy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah doesn't Hal kill one of the I don't astronauts be, I don't know he kills yeah but he like locks him out right that's how he can kill him he's not like strangling him but I think right. he locks him in space or something so he can't get back in oh and, so maybe that's how AI can can. well with AI they, we, there's nukes like if they get access to nukes somehow oh I didn't think of that okay or any kind of weaponry, I guess. Damn. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking I, about, like, how can your Alexa kill you? You know? Oh, your Alexa? I don't know. Or whatever device you use. Bose. Yeah, I'm not sure Alexa is going to, like, it'll spring legs or anything and... No, you know, it wouldn't be able to kill you like you. that. It would, be, it would be more like the HAL method. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It's maybe tells you maybe it was Alexa that killed the guys in, in Kansas City. Mm. Alexa, how do I make uh, you know, a fun fentanyl cocktail? Alexa's yeah. like, oh, these these idiots. I'm gonna do them a favor. <laughs> yeah. And then they went outside to smoke a cigarette and they have like the the locks and the doors, you know, yeah. the uh and the guy, uh, Alexa, open the doors. Can't do that. <laughs> no, Alexa, open the doors. They're locked out. It's cold. Like, Sorry, can't do it. Check the Alexa. Oh, yeah. And they're like banging on the door, yeah. crying. Music's playing. That's like a fucking real heavyweight fucking scene, dude. That's what, the scene in the movie. What's the song? I don't know. It's like the Requiem song or something. It's like something like that. Wolf Wolfman is in another part of town, like counting his. <laughs> 20s yeah yeah hell yeah wolfman's taking his mask off i can't do this anymore (laughs) fucking takes off the mask he's all sweating and shit yeah hell yeah sweating his ass off (laughs) hair hairs all over the place the story of the repeat i don't know i can't say repeat yet the script they people say the script is written 
but about what? what but about the about the Kansas City repeating. Oh, the script's already been written. Yeah, Kansas City's in repeat. NFL rigged. Yeah. So the dumbest thing, the dumbest thing I've ever heard is that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are going to come out at halftime to endorse Joe Biden. At halftime? Yeah. Somebody, somebody actually said that. I've read it. I've read it twice in two different places. I think it was. Uh, I think it was on Fox. I don't know where it was. Fox or Newsmax or something. And I was just that was their that was their conspiracy theory. Like, like nobody's coming out at fucking halftime. To do a, a political statement, get the fuck out of here. No, I'm not sure what that would accomplish, even if it did happen. Just, I, I mean, it'd be ridiculous. What it would it be like? Don't take away from Usher's right. money, first of all. Yeah, first and foremost. Yeah. And if history has taught us anything, it's nobody gives a shit about what someone else, who someone else votes for, except the other side. The other side always cares. I'm not right. saying I'm saying Democrats get pissed at their celebrities, Republicans get pissed at their celebrities, and it's just like there's no it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, right. And those people are going to vote their way anyways. Yeah, and uh, nobody's so sitting there. Matter. Nobody, nobody is sitting there being like, "Well, thank God we got Travis Kelsey." Like what? Right. We got sense. Travis Kelsey on our side for the Civil War. He's going to come yeah. out guns blazing. Yeah. Just spiking people. <laughs> I think I'd rather have Kittle on my side than Kelsey. Yeah, Kittle for, seems a monster for a civil war. That is. Or Kittle was in Kittle was involved in a uh, Bear Olympics with the I think the Barstool guys were involved and he won. Yeah. Him See, and uh, history. History of. Yeah, it was just like no one's no one else stood a chance. He's like a pro athlete there. Well, is it? Yeah. <laughs> and a lunatic at that, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so AI, we got to watch out. Too much we football. Have our guard too much football. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't rely on it too heavily because it can get out of control. Yeah, I don't, my, my, I don't think I'm going to be an AI guy. There's nothing with AI that I will enjoy using. What do people use it for? Taylor Swift porn. Oh, I didn't think of that. Okay, yeah, I you didn't. You didn't, you didn't see. Two. You didn't see that. Like, I saw up. like pictures. I saw pictures on. Tw- I didn't realize that it's considered. That was like Photoshop. That, no, I was. Those are AI images. Oh, okay. Then she's going to sue. She's going to Supreme Court. Like it's crazy. Twisted, okay. people, twisted people, man. But I have like no, I have like no interest in that. Like none. And it's like, and now you, you could you could replicate people's voices now too, right? That's gonna yeah, become well, an issue. It's like, yeah, it's fucking weird, man. Like what? What? I don't. People use the right papers and like they edit the paper. I don't know. I, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to take any kind of human touch away. We're already too fucking lazy as it is. Yeah, lazy with like directions and shit. I hate that. I like knowing the traffic. I oh, use a GPS. That's a way. That's a way that AI can get you. How's that? Directions, giving you the wrong directions, driving you, drive you off like Mike, Mike, Michael, Michael Scott into the lake. <laughs> that's how AI can get you. 
drive you into a rough neighborhood or something. Get you mugged. You gotta wow. be careful there. I'm just thinking. I'm. I'm just. I'm not trying to give AI any ideas. Just listening. It's, it is probably listening. I gotta be careful what I say. But there are ways. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I don't love. Uh, I don't love it. I don't, I don't. There's no. There's. There's no good for me. There's nothing for me. I guess like me. See the. Like where it could be cool is like if it was like a real, a really good Siri. Okay. You have like a little conversation with it about something. I never even used Siri. I've never used it once. You don't use Siri for anything? Nothing. I use it for this and that. I use my Comcast remote more than Siri. <laughs> when I'm in the car, I'll use it to prompt a phone call. Okay. Set a timer if I need a timer. Yeah, I don't do any of that. Uh, voice memos? Okay. Yeah, no, I don't do the voice memos with Siri. That's really it, I guess. My voicemails pile up before i even listen to them no voice memos to myself oh voice memos yeah but i I just i don't i just use the button i don't i don't have siri do it it's like something pops into your head yeah your voice memo okay Mm -hmm. that's if you're driving yeah what's like an idea that would pop into your head what's an idea no 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 um Shed is stuff like stuff for the show sometimes. Um, I, 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 I like the Independence Day stuff. I was it was on Monday or it was on Monday, and I was thinking about it, and I said it, and I was like, I'm going, I'm going to forget this by tonight, tonight show. And I didn't even talk about it on Monday, so it's a good thing. So I would have forgotten by today. So like that's there. Uh, just like. I haven't done the other podcast in a long time. So just like just random thoughts I have in the car that might have ended up being a podcast at some point in the mm-hmm. you know the past, but this shit that I'm writing and stuff, I still do like a lot of writing, so so just like that kind of stuff. Okay. Like I did a whole I thing. I did, did a whole thing on like Christmas when I was Christmas shopping, how like the malls just suck. Oh yeah. The, the mall in Norwalk. Did I tell you about the mall? The mall in Norwalk before? Have I, have I talked to you about this? No, I don't think so. The mall, the mall in, in Norwalk is like it's huge. It's a it's like a extravagant, huge hallways, like a lot of space, tall, mm-hmm. tall. Like there's no ceilings, but like the floors are tall, and half the stores are closed. During well, that makes, during makes Christmas sense. during Christmas season, I mean, there's empty storefronts, but I mean, like half the stores were closed. Like merchandise in there shut down at I was there at like six o'clock, and there's lights are off. Like what the fuck? And Christmas is a week and a half away. Like what the fuck is going on here? So they were open that day. They just closed by six o'clock. It's, those particular stores were closed. Yeah, there's nobody there. 
Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. That's the wild moves. And then it's always then there's like inspirational quotes on the walls and stuff. I'm like, what is this place trying to be? Like you're a fucking mall. You're you're a you're a mall which at one point served a purpose. Yeah, no more. But oh but always at the heart of it, it was it was kind of I'm sure it's something more eloquent than what I'm gonna say here, but like it was kind of it's the epicenter of like capitalism. Yeah. Like it's just a bunch of shit to buy, right? And like yeah. this this mall, which is like in post was made, it's only like five, it's under ten years old. I know that. Um and this mall just it's like a post malls being important world. And it's got like these like inspirational quotes in the wall. I'm like, fuck you. Like you have a, you have a Bloomingdale's like two feet over, like two feet to your right. Like, what are you doing? Like th- two floors of Bloomingdale's. What are we doing? You could buy a, you could, you could buy a vase for, you know, $600 in there. And you're going to like try to inspire me on the way in. Like you're a fucking mall. Like let's not beat around the bush. There's people that come and hang, have a Cinnabon and get a pair of jeans. Does it smell like a mall? Um. No, ah, it sucks. Cause I always kind of hated the mall, even as a kid. But one thing about the mall was I always kind of liked the smell. But what you say is like the pretzels and the cinnabons. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, no. That's no. disappointing. It's a little. It's bougier. There is a place in the in this mall called Pinstripe. That is, I'm not gonna vouch for the food, but they. They tout their Italian fare, but it's a bowling alley and has bocce courts. Jesus, that sounds like a elaborate ball, no? Well, this is like a chain thing. It's, in a, it's around the country. Uh, okay. And this is just like one. This is like instead of laser tag, there's a bowling alley. I don't know. Instead of an All arcade. Right. Um. Oh yeah, the arcades were cool at malls. Oh, I miss arcades. They have one store, Nordstrom's or something, that there was a bar in, which I didn't go to this year. But last year when I was Christmas shopping, I like had done a lap. I did not get shit. And I'm like, you know, you're walking around the mall, you're hot, you're annoyed. Yeah. On top okay. of that, like I, on my list was nothing on my list was crossed off. I'm like, fuck this, I'm gonna drink. So I liked I liked having a bar in the middle of a store. That was cool. Was it a uh, like a sit down bar? You could have a seat at it. Yeah, you could eat there. They had college basketball was on. I remember. Yeah. Drinking at a bar by yourself is the best. Yeah, it really is the best. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. Same. There's people who don't do that. Uh, you need to do it. Yeah, I know you do it, and I know I do it. <laughs> even if it's just picking up, even if it's just picking up takeout, dude, it's just so good. I, I go, I'll go out of my way, like I'll go down there early so I have time for a quick one. That's or, or a long one, either way, <laughs> a long or a break. quick two. <laughs> <laughs> it is as peaceful a moment as you as you get. It is like. Oh, jeez. It's alone, dude. Yeah. It's, it's a Zen moment. 
your mind just kind of your mind can just relax. Yeah, it's like I'm an adult. I could do this if I want to. Well, maybe. How do you how do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> no one here to stop me. Ain't even that's my idea. I'm a grown up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The inner child then you really comes out there. I like You're being like, the yep. So- I like being the solo guy at the bar. Over this holidays, it's same same thing. It was like one of the first nights I was shopping. I'm like, I gotta sit. I don't know. I don't know. I need to gather my mind here. So I sat down at this. This was in Trumbull, which is a, not a great mall, but there's like a Chinese restaurant there, the bar. And I sat down, ordered some noodles, ordered a beer, and there was a trio of dudes like to my right, like out for drinks, having a good time. And there's one girl at the end of the bar that was shit faced. And I can't I can't remember what she was saying, complaining about her boyfriend, complaining about boyfriend's ex, complaining about being sick, complaining about her job. And like two of the guys were just kind of laughing, and one guy was like fucking with her, like indulging her. Yeah. Just to kind of egg her on. And me, I had I had the poker face on the entire time. She walks away to use the bathroom. And I just look over. I go, "What the fuck?" And the three of them just lose it. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, we thought we didn't know you're, you know, you're paying attention. Like you're over there, like mind your own business." I was like, "I was like, hard to ignore, boys. Like that is ridiculous." She came back. I shut the fuck up again. And like every once in a while, they would just kind of look at me, like give me a smirk. And I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> and she's by herself. She was by herself. Yeah, uh, I think somebody. I think somebody came eventually. I don't remember. Somebody came and got her. Or, had a drink with her. I forget what it was. She was waiting for somebody. Maybe the boyfriend. There is there is a double standard to that. Guy alone in a bar, woman alone at a bar. Well, I don't mind. I don't. What's a double standard? That's more acceptable, more socially acceptable for a guy to do it. I got no problem with the woman drinking alone at the bar. I'm just saying, by society standards. Uh, I mean, as long as she's not sloppy and yelling at other people across the bar like this one. Yeah. Well, maybe this one's giving it a bad name, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's people like her. That's the problem. Oh, uh, yeah, you might be right. Uh, what's well, yeah, I guess I wondered, yeah, is it the standard just uh, the guy goes to a bar, he's just kind of like a... I don't know what you call it, Humphrey Bogart, keep him to himself. Every man type situation while a woman goes to the bar, like she's a whore or something. Yeah, exactly. She's like easy. She's not, there looking like an easy target. Exactly. It's almost there like looking a, for there's a target on her back. Yeah. Well, it's not so much that she's looking as it's just the target. It's target practice for guys. Right. Okay. So you're not saying that you're judging the woman. You're saying that you're judging what men are thinking about the woman. Judge, I'm judging society. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Well, yeah, I got you. That's fucked up. I got no yeah. problem. Yeah, I got no problem with it. Leave just leave her alone. She's there by herself. Like leave me alone, leave her alone. In swingers, Nikki was there by herself, I believe, drinking martinis. Oh, well, was she? She might have been there with a friend. No? I don't know. They didn't show the friend. Not Nikki. Nikki was her name. No. Lorraine. No, Lorraine. Well, Nikki was the first girl. Oh, yes, right. Nikki. 
Nikki, Nikki, Nikki was the answering yeah. machine. Yeah. Don't ever call me again. Right. <laughs> he Lorraine, got both. He got both. He got both their numbers though. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Yeah. Nikki did get a couple phone calls later that night. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh Nikki was there uh drinking by herself. Get some more olives for my friend here. <laughs> I think was was Lorraine by herself too? I think so. I was I wasn't thinking of her. She may have been. I thought she might have been with a friend though. But but, but have, that's they... like two perfect examples. Like th- <laughs> Woman sitting alone at the bar, and they're like, "Oh, it's on!" Like they just make, they just see her alone. And they're yeah, like, it's Vince. It's right. Yeah, it's Vince Vaughn's fault and Sue's fault. <laughs> it is fucking scumbags. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, it might be right. Shame on us. But to, but to defend them, they did give out their phone numbers, so. Yes. Not that they went out looking to do that, but it did. I'm not sure Nikki was really. I'm not sure Nikki was really interested in Mike to begin with. To be honest with you, she. I think she just was. That might have been a pity number. Give. Yeah. I guess he's cute enough, but like you know, funny and awkward enough where he's harmless. Um. I feel kind of bad for this guy. Give my numbers. Don't. Fuck it up. Yeah, what's the worst that could happen? Go out on a date or two with him, see what happens. Maybe yeah. he's maybe he surprises me. Yeah. He surprised her all right. Well, good for her for having an open mind. It was the nineties, man. It was the nineties. Most most women would have been like, get this guy away from me. You ever get a fake number? Probably. Uh <laughs> 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 I don't know. Not that I could, not that I can recall, but I'm not ruling it out. Especially I, like I, drunk. I know like, I got a, I know I got a fake number once. Oh, so you like it sticks with you? Um, I mean, I guess I probably could have gotten fake numbers before. There's one time I I know I got a fake number. It was it was a bar and she was a bartender. Mm. Yeah, I really wanted that to be the real number. Stop hitting on a hitting on a service member because they can't they can't be that rude to you, right? I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah, they also can't get their number to everybody who asked for their number. <laughs> Thousand numbers. It was honestly there. a full. It was honestly a foolproof plan because it was well after you tipped her, and the fake number is you know maybe that's why maybe I didn't maybe they give her maybe I didn't give her a good tip that's why I got the crap I got the fake number that's yeah. How I, I'm sure I didn't give her a bad tip because I never did that, but <laughs> it was a good tipper. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. When did you learn it was fake? Two days later, of course. Two days. Come on. Six days. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was in my swingers phase. Anyway. Wow. We're yeah. At, we're at time here. All right. Uh, well, only real numbers here. We'll be back here on Monday. Thanks for spending time with us at Sunday Poor. Uh, as always, appreciate it. And have a good weekend. What do you got? Yes, yes, everybody. Uh, thanks for hanging in there on this football free show. 
We'll be back Monday. Not quite ready for football, but <laughs> hang in there. We'll, uh, we'll find something else to talk about. Enjoy the weekend. And uh, until then, peace. Peace.